I think the reason we do get complacent, even as believers, and we don't live like pursuing the freedom that we have in Christ, is we live in unbelief of what's really true of God mm-hmm. and what he says is true of us and how we get to live within that which produces this best life ever. We don't actually know that it's real and possible now. Sure. So we live in unbelief thinking, oh, well, I guess I have to earn it, or I guess maybe going to church will get it done for me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if I just work real hard, get the American dream or you know, the yeah. Norwegian dream or wherever you're listening from today or whatever, and go to church, then I'll get it or whatever. And I think what's, what's going on here is we've so often been taught a very small gospel mm-hmm. about sin management and behavioral modification and saying a prayer and then waiting for heaven in order to experience this life of freedom with God and Christ. Sure. And that's not it. Jesus said that the kingdom has come and is now. And I love the redundancy here. He says it is for freedom that he has set us free. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Disciple podcast, where you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. In other words, discipleship as a lifestyle. This is the stuff your parents, pastors, and seminary professors probably forgot to tell you. And now, here's your host, Cesar Kalinowski. Hey, hey, good to be here with you again. Hope you're having a good week. We're having a good week. It's been pretty busy around here lately, I gotta be honest with you. Lots of things going on, lots of family stuff, holidays. Our neighborhood's been going crazy with activities for the last, I don't know, six weeks. And uh, life in the Oikos is good. Hey, I want to dive right in here today, right away, and I want to share a conversation that Heath and I recently had about freedom. Yeah, freedom. I want it. You want it. I think we all want it. And this conversation, I think, will help you discover a few new ideas about what freedom really is and how to find it, especially in light of being Christians. Here, take a listen. We have politicians, vacation commercials, financial freedom, so many offers of freedom hitting us all the time. What, what do you think's up with that? That's a big word, freedom. I think it appeals to us because we all want to be God in a sense. Hmm. And to be free, you know, to be God would be free to choose and live in any way we want without consequence, hmm. sort of deep down in. And so, you know, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life as well as in ministry. And so, you know, you get these, uh, there's this whole wave of people out there that like their their freedom of life would be to work from anywhere you know Mm -hmm. work from the beach the whole picture of the guy with the laptop you know and or free to whatever free to leave my family and start a whole new life with no consequences and i think it all comes back to that root of you know kind of back to the garden like can i create an identity in a world apart from god Mm. where i manage the knowledge of good and evil right and wrong for myself and so that's why i think at our heart and our core freedom even undefined is worth fighting for. Hmm. It's, it's worth freaking out on Facebook over. It's sure. worth changing your life to try to gain, but it, I think it's an illusion Yeah, because I don't think there's real freedom found in any of that stuff. Other than Christ. Well, and that's the paradigm, right? Because we we who follow Jesus and read through Scripture see constantly uh, that, that the freedom truly is given to us and because of Christ. So what does this freedom in Christ look like? What's it mean to actually have freedom found in Christ? I think that... Uh, I think I put it this I think ultimate freedom comes from release. Hmm. Just think about that for a second. Freedom doesn't come from gaining or controlling, which is kind of what we think, like control your time, control your income, control what others think. It comes, ultimate freedom comes from release. Okay. And in Christ, this is why 
it's a big deal in Scripture. In Christ, we are released from having to create and produce ultimate outcomes for ourselves or others. Hmm. Free to release what others think or believe about us. See, we're free to release that. There's true freedom in that. Sure. But you don't live thinking and worrying about what everybody thinks. Right. Freedom. How can you do that? Well, you got to believe more rightly, and right in your grill has to be what God thinks of you, right? Hmm. Um, in Christ, we're, we're free to release people. Uh, we're, we're free from the tyranny of living like we're God and that we can actually manage the knowledge of good and evil and right and wrong for ourselves. Hmm. And that's, that's the essence of sin, is this idea that we can create freedom for ourselves. Sure. And in Christ, when we release this false sense of control back over to him, we are set free from that sinful unbelief and then the actions that flow from it. Hmm. I think that's what's really about and behind this idea of, and it's real, is freedom in Christ. Yeah, and it seems like maybe a, a question that would be the next follow-up for that would be, does this freedom that we have because of Christ and, and that we get through Christ, does it come with conditions? Like, do we get more of it if we live a certain way or less of it if we don't do all the right things? Can you buy it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Or is this kind of a universal offer uh, with some hidden terms and conditions? Like, maybe you could speak to that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I think there are sort of terms and conditions, but not like a transactional sense. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't see God as a, you know, the divine vending machine, right? <laughs> um, the kingdom of God, as, as we use that term, which is basically where God rules and reigns, right? That's sure. The bare, we talk, we've, I think we've talked about it before, the minimum requirements for a kingdom to exist is, is a king and then his subjects. So wherever someone reigns and rules and people submit to that, that's a kingdom. So the kingdom of God is, is, is life, lived within the ways that God has created things mm. and the ways that God has created humans and and relationship both with him and others to be. And so we can choose to live outside of that, either a little bit, and of course we're not very good at measuring that, sure. you know, or a lot we can live outside of that, but then we experience the consequences of reality, I like to call it. Yeah. Think about it, you know, like when we live outside of this created order, and the way our good God and Father has created us and himself and relationships in the world, then we kind of are stuck with the consequences of reality. Hmm. And that's that which means, like, guess what? It's not working. That's not how this world and life really works. Yeah. But here's some good news. We get to do that, and God still loves us just the same. Hmm. Right? I mean, think about it. We get to sort of choose to create this freedom, this life, this, you know, control, whatever, outside of God. And it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. But he loves us the same. Now, is that transactional? No. What, it, what God has said is the world works a certain way. Sure. And I am who I am, and I've created you in my image and for my glory. And when you live and walk in my ways, then you experience it. That, that's what yeah. the law was all about with Israel, is if you'll keep covenant with me, like if you'll live within these promises, watch how it goes for you. Yeah. But Talk if you don't, this now, is yeah. what you're going to experience, because guess what? That's that's the consequence of reality. Yeah. Okay? Exactly. Okay? But... Our good and our gracious Father in heaven, he sent his son Jesus, who's our brother, to set us free from that false narrative, that mm. false sense of sovereignty and, and freedom to have an eternal and real freedom with him. So this, yeah, this is really living God's ways for God's purposes, which produces the life we were all created to have and experience. Mm. That, that's what's going on. So it's not like you earn it. It's like you live into the reality. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of right? sense. So which... I got to say, it really looks a lot like life looked in the Garden of Eden before Adam and Eve tried to create their own freedom. Sure. Yeah. When you break the mold, it doesn't always work out for you, huh? It, it doesn't work. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and pe 
I, you know, I've actually had people corner me like, you don't talk enough about God's wrath. I was like, well, but, but let's look at what is God's wrath. Is God like waiting in the corner with a stick, yeah. you know, going to hit everybody Smack or dro- drop, drop a rock on people? Or is God's wrath primarily, here's what happens. And you, ex- you experience his wrath when you live outside of his will. Sure. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. It's man. not transactional. I mean, look at Jesus' life. I think he lived the most amazing life that a human ever lived. Sure. And it says that he, if you saw him, you saw the Father, that he is the glory of God. He, in other words, he's exactly what God's like. Sure. And he lived completely within it. Now, he also didn't own anything. Sure. He wasn't married. He didn't have a lot of stuff, didn't have a house. Yeah. They weren't cars, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, but <laughs> right. IPhone. But he had the most amazing human life ever. Hmm. And that, there again, that's, is that our model? Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely. is. So why do you think we get so complacent and, and maybe even give up pursuing this sort of freedom? on a daily basis in our lives. Like if we know it's there and it's possible and, and it's, it's the real, best yeah. real alternative for us, what keeps us from going after this at all costs? I think it's unbelief okay, or ignorance com- coupled with unbelief. Sure. You know, <laughs> Double you know, whammy. Yeah. yeah. Well, like if sometimes I can have unbelief because of fear or uh, I want what I want or whatever. So I start to believe a false narrative. Sometimes it's like, I don't even, I don't even know the truth. I mean, that's mm. why we're called to proclaim the gospel. Sure. Meaning the good news about who God is, what he's doing in the world. Yep. And so, you know, we often talk about the four questions and I just start tipping into it right there. I think the reason we do get complacent, even as believers, and we don't live like pursuing the freedom that we have in Christ is we live in unbelief of what's really true of God mm. and what he says is true of us. And how we get to live within that, which produces this best life ever. We don't actually know that it's real and possible now. Sure. So we live in unbelief thinking, oh, well, I guess I have to earn it. Or I guess maybe going to church will get it done for me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if I just work real hard, get the American dream or you know, the yeah. Norwegian dream or wherever you're listening from today or whatever. Um, and, and go to church, then I'll get it or whatever. And, and, and I think what's, what's going on here is we've so often been taught a very small gospel Mm. about sin management and behavioral modification and saying a prayer and then waiting for heaven in order to experience this life of freedom with God and Christ. Sure. And that's not it. Jesus said that the kingdom has come and is now. And, and I love the redundancy here. He says it is for freedom that he has set us free. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a today thing. I, I really like uh, and some of our listeners are probably already thinking of Galatians 5.1. I, I really like the way the NLT translation states it because it, it kind of fills it out a little more. He goes, uh, it says, so Christ has truly set us free. Hmm. And it doesn't say if you do this, right? Yeah. Or partially, but it's someday when you get, you know, no, it's it's, for, it's done. Yeah. So Christ, yeah, exactly. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery. So there's some action on our end too, right? Now make yeah. sure you don't How stick. do you stay free? Yeah. Believe the truth, right? Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I think that it's unbelief that's behind our complacency and our lack of pursuit of of a life of freedom we get. And it, it, it all starts with knowing and believing um, I think a much bigger gospel than one of behavioral, you know, modification or waiting for some day we'll fly away kind of thing. Like yeah. is heaven real? Yes. Is it gonna be amazing? Yes. Does the Bible say it's here and God will be here? Yes. Yeah, Did Jesus say the kingdom had already come for those who believe? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's here and it's now, and it, it starts having a much bigger gospel. So Yeah, and you know, it reminds me of uh, back on episode 110 was how a bigger gospel affects all of life. Um, yep. yep. And I, you know, I want to invite people. Um, I recently put together some training, and I'm offering it in a webinar yeah. for free. And it's, it's cool. like my deepest training on this stuff that I've 
that I've done in, you know, in sort of online webinar form. Hmm. It's called the gospel in everyday life. Some of our listeners have probably already, you know, hit me up for that. Sure. So it's happening again. There'll be links in the show notes. Okay. Okay. So people can, can go and, you know, get on the webinar. There'll be different times. So click the link, figure out a time that works for you yeah. and me, and we'll see you in there. But if That's you want to cool. get a bigger gospel, because I think seriously what's behind us not living and experiencing this reality of, of the kingdom that God sure. has offered us and, and we have in Christ is our unbelief and not knowing the gospel. Yeah. Not being able to find the thing behind the things. So. Well, yeah, we don't want to stay. I love that Galatians 5.1. Let's not stay tied up into the slavery of the law. That sounds terrible. Yeah, what's the slavery of the law? Do to be. Got to earn it. Got to create your thing. Now you'll be free. You are free. It is for freedom that that Christ sets you free. doesn't say when that happens. (laughs) Yeah, you are free, so fight to stay free. That's awesome. That's why I like that. So there's a paradigm, too, because we hear Paul uh, talk in Scripture when he talks about how all things are lawful for him. Mm -hmm. It sounds like there's a bit of a paradigm. We know the way things are supposed to work, though Paul's saying, hey, I could do everything. It's not best that I do. How do we live free while operating under structures that, that have limits? Yeah, well, great question. Um, like I said Thank earlier, ult- <laughs> ultimate freedom comes from release. And in Christ, we're released from having to create create and produce ultimate outcomes, hmm. like what others think and believe and stuff like that, right? And so when we hear that term, you know, all things are lawful, but not necessarily benef- beneficial. So it sounds like, oh, there are some limits. Yeah. See, we hear that in the flesh right away. It, it, what it does is that pushes up against my, my, the limits I feel it pushing up against is mm. my ability to do anything without consequence. Huh. And Paul's going, no, 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 that's not how we would live. In light of love, in light of the one who laid his life down that you might now live free, yeah. you, you, don't, then, <laughs> you don't just live in such a way that people can't understand that or that people are led astray by watching your freedom, sure. right? And, and that's what he was getting at. He's talking about spiritual freedoms. And I've seen it where people go like, like, man, the way you talk about God, and it seems so, I don't know, it seems so loose and seems so irreverent or whatever. And it's like, bro, I'm free. And yeah. I've had other people go like, man, you live so free. It's like, yeah. yeah. But some people are actually offended by it because I think deep, deep down in our hearts, we all, like I said, right at the beginning, we all want to be God. We yeah. all want to create our own freedom, mm-hmm. earn it, kind of deserve it. Control it. Control yeah. it. And so when we say, oh, there's going to be limitations on it, or, or we see someone else living really, really free, yeah. like, and they're not earning it. It, it sort of pulls the rug out from underneath our sham of control and our false reality, sure. and it can tick us off. And and sometimes Christians even they'll see someone else with freedom, yep. and they'll get flipped out by it. So, well, you're going to cause a brother to stumble. You know, we just did an episode a couple back on cigar and theology, yeah. And I know we you know we get a lot of good feedback on that, both for and against it, sure. But great feedback. And some people like they can't see like, well, I don't think you should exercise that freedom. So we'll always, we also have freedom to be careful about who we would invite to those kind of things, yeah, exactly. right? Versus a wall of no kind sure. of thing, right? And so that's, I think, I think really that's at the core and essence of what Paul's talking about when he says like, hey, exercise these freedoms yeah. in light of the love that provides it for you. In other words, mm. love it just as well. Yeah. Do you think freedom is contagious? Like one of the, th- the things I've been thinking about, even as you're just talking there, is uh, a lot of times throughout scripture we see uh attributes that are easily multiplied like we get to love because we've been loved right yep. we forgive because we've been forgiven do you think there's that same contagiousness with freedom because you said I've, I've had a few people come up to me and go like man there's something about the way that you live that like yeah. i want that that like what is that but th- but also it's polarizing because then you have other people like you just said go eh, 
you're you know, abusing you know it's crazy about this and, and I, I don't want people to hear this and like oh man you're, you know you're kicking the family here again but it's like i generally only hear the negatives from the church side hmm. and you know, my church friends or not you know not friends i don't know just yeah. you know what i mean sure like church but uh, more importantly i think i'm stoked when i and i've heard it often like people look at your lives yeah and they go like you guys you know i had i have people recently say i, I i'm blown away with how free you guys live to be honest with each other, hmm. to accept, you know, input or criticism, uh, how free you live with your home, yeah. your stuff, your cars, yeah, your finances, like all that stuff. Yeah. Like, and it blows my mind. And, and I'm telling you, it's not like a preachy weird thing to say, well, f- that's awesome. Yeah. Cause that's, that's just the life God gives us when we kind of live within the way things work, yeah. <laughs> you know, the way he's created it yeah, and it ain't my stuff anyway. And I was born naked. I ain't taking it with. So like, that's why I can like say, Hey, whatever you want or need, like it's yours, yeah. you know, and and I'll tell you, it is the most attractive thing. So you're asking, like, does it multiply? Does it go out? Like we've been loved, so we love. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think if you're not living under the law, back to Galatians five, right? If you're not living under the law, thinking I have to earn this, you know, and so yep. many Christians we do live that way. I think if you're living free because it's you've been set free, you know, and you realize I can't blow it, I can't earn it, I just get to live within it. I think it's the most attractive thing in the world yeah. because the way the world is due to be, and yeah. unfortunately it's also part of the church if you live under the law still, old covenant. So when people see you not living due to be, but you live be identity yeah. to do, yeah, like to live, it is the most attractive thing in the world. Well, and if, then out of that so much flows, right? Like the generosity, the love, like when you're, when you're truly a free person, it's like, You've cranked over the, the Talk wheelhouse. About, and I said freedom is truly release. Yeah. Release your finances to God. Then you're you're gonna be you're gonna be a generous person. When people you see need, you're gonna meet it. Yeah. Re- release, you know, what people think of you. So now you can speak the truth in love. Or even like mess up and be a knucklehead and go like, I'm sorry, and ask for forgiveness. But you don't have to beat yourself up about it. You don't have to hide from the person because you're free. Yeah. And start to fill in the blanks in every area of your life that that the the belief of who God is, what he's done to prove that, what he says is now true of us because yeah. of Christ and our identity and our authority and privilege, we have huge freedom. Yep. Like live into it. Yeah, it's so cool, man. Live into it. it. It is the most attractive thing in the world. And I think in many ways, I won't say it's the only form of evangelism, but it is a very powerful form oh, of sure. like pre-evangelism, if nothing else. I don't even know if that term makes sense, but yeah. I, people see and want to know why it's like beautiful. Normal why do you live is, this way? Yeah. Yeah, why is it so free? Why yeah. are you... The, you know, well, that's the thing. It is noticeable because so much of the world doesn't live like that. So when you actually have somebody living like that, it's it is that it's the light and the dark going like there's. And I'll tell you what, talk about talk about good news, right? The gospel is supposed to be yeah. good. Someone points it out, and you go, you know what? You were created exactly for that same level of freedom. And they're like, well, I don't know. It's like, well, what would keep you from it? Hmm. And they start to list off all the things that really is the law, you yeah. know, and not grace and all. And you go like, see, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly hmm. what Jesus came to give us. Yeah. He set us free from that. And that's what he wants for you. Instead of saying like, well, here's a bunch of stuff you need to do to earn heaven sure. or earn his, this freedom or earn his love. It's yeah. like, no, it says when you were sinners, God loved you enough to die for you. Right? So no, yeah. that's, that's all backwards. So when you live that free and people catch it and they say, what is up with that? And then you say, but that's exactly what you were created to live like too. Yeah. They go, man, I wish that were true. It is true. Uh, that's good. By man. faith. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, let's move on to the big three. These are the big three takeaways uh, that we make available for free as a download. You get those by going to everydaydisciple.com forward slash big three. Those are three things. If we could distill this 25 minutes down to three things we want you to walk away with, that's what they are. And you're also in this going to get the link to the Gospel in Everyday Life webinar that Caesar's offered for free. 
Yeah, I want you guys to get this. So yeah. that's why we put the training together. Join me for that. Pick a pick a good date and time that'll fit yeah, for jump you. Jump in. All right. So what are the big three for this week? Okay. Like I just want you to know that you were created to live in a grace-based environment in true freedom. Yeah. That's how you were created. You were born that way. I, I was watching, I was just showing you a video of my, my grandson running yeah. around with the hose naked. You just squirt everybody awesome. and yeah. screaming his head off. Is, is that a picture of freedom? Totally. Born that way. See, no <laughs> one's talked him out of it yet. Yeah. Right? And I could see little implications of him trying to, you know, build his own kingdom. You know? Sure. <laughs> but he's generally free. And that's how you were born. You were born and created to live free. And God desires that you'd live with him forever, experiencing that mm. true freedom and all his blessings today. Yeah. So like we said earlier, Galatians 5.1, so Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure you stay free and don't get tied up again in the slavery to law. So slavery to law is living under human rule. Sure. And that's me. I'm a human and rule and reign in order to try and gain what God's already given us. Yeah. Think think about the scam of that. Like, God, I'm going to earn from you what you sent your son to die to provide for free. That's foolish. Yeah, it's good. It's goofy. You are you're, you're, for freedom. You're set free. So yeah. awesome. Second, God's love for you is immense. And it's not conditioned on your attempts to create your own form of freedom. Hmm. But your experience of God's grace and freedom is dependent on you believing in faith what he says is true of you and living within his ways. Hmm. So don't miss that, right? In other words, it's not conditioned (laughs) on you trying to earn it or if you're like, well, I'm living off the rails and on my own. So that's, no, but your experience, it's all all there for you, but your experience of it based on faith and living in his ways. So we can choose to live outside of God's ways, like I said before, a little or a lot, but then we experience the consequences of reality. Mm-hmm. In other words, that's not how the world really works. But but here's the good news again. But when we do, either way, God loves us the same. It's amazing, man. Right? Yeah. So live in his news. ways and get blessed, live outside of his ways, don't experience as many blessings, but he's there waiting, but his love is exactly the same. Yeah. Like, I want people to believe that. Yeah, why wouldn't like you? Whatever, you're, whatever you don't feel free in right now, if you're listening to this, you just say, I don't feel free in this area of my life. I don't feel free to, you know, within my income, within my relationships, the way I can speak to my folks, the way I talk to my boss or my past, whatever. Don't, you don't, yeah. you get to, you get to be free of that. Release, right? Mm. Okay, third one, this is sort of the rubber hitting the road thing. Ask yourself, am I truly grateful for the freedom I have in Christ? That's or kind of like what I prefer to earn it, you know? Yeah. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what areas of your life that you're trying to create your own form of freedom in still. Hmm. You know, what things in your life or attitudes and beliefs do you need to release back to God in order to have true freedom and a full experience of what God has for you? Hmm. That's great. A good question to ask. Yeah. And and trust the Holy Spirit that he will illuminate that. Absolutely will, I promise. Seriously, if you ask that, get quiet, write it down. He's going to blow your mind. Blow your mind, yeah. And then again, you can get uh, the big three for this week by going to everydaydisciple.com forward slash big three. And in the show notes, we're going to give you the link to the webinar if you want to jump in on that with Caesar, the gospel in everyday life. And if you haven't been to iTunes yet to rate and review the show, that is really helpful for us as it gets the show out. It's a free thing that we do. We put a lot of work into making these shows. And so one way you could help serve us is to write a review, give us some good star rating. And iTunes will push that out, you know, suggest to them like, hey, you might like this podcast. Yep. People that haven't heard of us before. Love it. I hope you'll join us again next week because we're going to keep diving into discipleship and mission and gospel fluency and hopefully helping make this all a whole lot easier for you in your everyday life. I'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for joining us today. For more information on this show and to get loads of free discipleship resources, visit everydaydisciple.com. And remember, you really can live with the spiritual freedom and relational peace that Jesus promised every day.